Welcome to From the Hawk's Nest. I'm your host, Matt Bergman, and today my guest is Dr. Todd Pettit. Todd is a 1996 graduate of Quincy University, and he's currently the Director of Music Education for the Quincy Public School System. And Todd, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Let's start back uh, when you decided to come to Quincy University. So what was it um, that brought you here? I returned to Quincy my sophomore year of college after studying at Central Christian College. Um, I then decided that a degree in um, the music ministry was not the direction I wanted to take and uh, would always be a part of ministry through music, um, which has been true throughout my career, um, as I've constantly held a position as director of music for various churches um, throughout my career. Um, I was awarded the Thomas Daly Scholarship for Music at Quincy University and uh, decided to complete my Bachelor's of Science in Music Education at QU. I was very involved in choral music and ensembles at Solano Hall, studied voice with Valeria Temple Thompson and Father Dennis Schaefer, um, and also piano performance with Leonora Supan Garrick, as I received a minor in piano performance as well. I also taught music part-time for St. John and St. Francis Parish schools um, during my college experience at QU. Wow. That's awesome. And it uh, sounds like you were involved in quite a few things on campus. I was. I was, even as a, as a commuter, because I didn't live on campus. But, um, you know, it's Quincy, so your commute's never that far. True. So. <laughs> True. Well, tell us a little bit about what you love about QU and maybe, maybe a favorite memory or two. Um, QU truly was a family, um, especially in Solano Hall, um, the music building at the time. It was very easy to get to know uh, your fellow music students, um, in, in my case, you know, music and education, um, we were pretty tight knit and that's not something that you find at, you know, larger universities. And, um, so, so that really played into, I think my ability just to become involved. And as I said, being a, a commuter student, not living on campus, I still had that family experience. Um, I think truly my favorite memory, um, was performing in QU Chapel, because it's such an amazing place to make music, but also it's just visually appealing and um, just some, you know, precious memories with, uh, you know, conductors like Valeria and uh, Father Dennis, um, just making music and seeing, you know, happy faces of, you know, local folks who, who always turned out and I'm sure still do um, to support QU Music. Yeah, I think the uh, the chapel is is a favorite of so many people's, and and uh, and we're so lucky to have that uh, landmark right here in the middle of the campus. Well, let's talk about after graduation. You left Quincy University. Where did life take you from there? So I stayed in Quincy uh, for about a year and a half, and um, started teaching. And then I decided that I just wanted to branch out, um, do something different. Um, get outside the bubble, because when I was on my freshman year, when I was at Central Christian College, also a small town in Moberly, Missouri, um, I did some co-op coursework at Mizzou. So I got a taste of, quote unquote, big city, you know, living, <laughs> and um, as big city as that was to me at that point. And um, so I decided to um, venture out and go to Indianapolis. Um, I had had some some close friends, musicians that lived in Indy and really liked the arts and music scene there. And um, so that's where life took me. And then career-wise, um, 
I just, I feel like I really blossomed during my, my 11 years in Indianapolis. And so you, you, during that time or after that, you earned a master's in school administration. I did. And what was your, why, why go into administration? Um, I began my master's in music education, actually, at Butler University in, in Indianapolis. And um, somewhat simultaneously, I began to, um, I began teaching in Perry Township schools. And at that point in the education um, life of, of Indianapolis and the su- suburbs, there was a lot of talk of um, charter schools overtaking vouchers. And I knew that I didn't, I didn't have a backup. You know, if I continued education degree and as a master's degree, I don't really have anything to fall back on. And um, so I, I ended up going to Indiana University and uh, received my master's degree in school administration during that time. And I was teaching in, as I said, in Perry Township and uh, a fairly large program, uh, taught K through uh, five music, which was not my goal when I graduated. <laughs> I thought I'm going to be a, a choral director and be at a high school. Um, and I did that for, for a short time and enjoyed it. But then the um, elementary position came available and I was hooked. And um, so that's, that's what I did when I was in Indianapolis. I think we'll take a brief break now. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Todd about his return to Quincy and his role as the Director of Music Education for the Quincy Public School Systems. Stay with us. You're listening to From the Hawks Nest. Taffy Lathrop is a firm believer in personal development and always dreamed of completing a bachelor's degree. The St. Clair Professional Study Program at Quincy University provided a way for Taffy to complete her degree while working full-time. To continue on your road to success, visit quincy.edu today. And welcome back to From the Hawk's Nest. Today our guest is Dr. Todd Pettit a 1996 graduate of Quincy University and the current director of music education for the Quincy Public School System. And I I am going to imagine that you never dreamt that you probably would have that role way back when. You would be correct. I did not. Um, After I received my uh, master's in school administration, folks would ask, you know, what's your dream job, Todd? And I would say, you know, it would be great to be a director of music education for a school district. Um, But knowing that those jobs are very few and far between, especially in the Midwest. Um, you really need to go to Chicago and, you know, Texas would always come to mind because I, ha- I knew several folks in the Texas area that held that position. Um, so I never dreamt that, that I would be returning to Quincy and, you know, taking over that position here. Well, and of course, you took it over from a uh, also a Quincy University alum, Kathy Dooley, right, who was right. a, a legend uh, and had the role for many, many years. Um, but you, when you did that, you, you did that transition during the midst of a global pandemic. So looking back on the 2020-21 school year, what do you think were some of the biggest challenges that you had? Um, well, you know, two things. We started off when I came in, it was July of 19. And, um, you know, the first half of the school year was normal. And um, we were pushing through planning for um, Showcase of Excellence in March. And um, suddenly the proverbial curtain came down, you know, very quickly. And um, so just in terms of being able to um, 
work alongside Kathy um, for that year. Um, no, nobody, it doesn't matter whether you've been in education for five years, 10 years, or 40, nobody was prepared for that. Um, so I think, you know, it was just a lot of planning, organizing, replanning, and not only for our music staff, but also for all of our teaching staff. Um, and that's not obviously not just in Quincy, but across the, the United States and, and the globe for that matter. Um, so I think, you know, going into remote learning um, brings a bit of a challenge when you're talking about instruments, playing instruments, especially percussion. Um, you know, how, how, do you, how do you keep students engaged? How do you hold an audition for drumline when it's, you know, percussion and the mics, internal mics on computers don't like percussion. <laughs> um, you know, how do you make all those things happen in an or, equitable way? Or the parents students? don't like the percussion at home. Either, uh, well, probably. Then, there's, <laughs> then there's probably that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, I think just, just challenges of um, guidelines changing and being updated, you know, from a year ago, March throughout the summer. And even as we you know started school, you know, and reacting to that and how, how can we meet those guidelines and keep all of our kids and staff safe? Um, you know, hindsight, they say, is twenty twenty, and sitting here on hopefully we're really towards the other side of this. Um, I'm really astounded at what we've done as a school district in Quincy, Illinois, because our kids have been engaged in some sort of either in-person school or remote learning since day one. And that's rare, not only for our, you know, state, but also around the country. Um, And I believe we're the only Western Big Six school that had music from day one. Um, And many of them just started up recently. Um, So I think that's a huge accomplishment, even though there are so many things that we couldn't provide to our kids with live audiences. um, I'm really proud of, of my staff for what, we could together have been able to accomplish. Well, and you guys did so many things, thinking outside the box, doing things under tents outside and partnering with the local television stations to produce content so people could still watch. I mean, there were lots of amazing things that took place. Down to, you know, very small things that you wouldn't necessarily think of when you have, you know, brass instruments that have to release their spit valves. And how do you do that in a, you know, in a sanitary way? And, you know, we were getting you know, a lot of ideas from, you know, band directors uh, from all over about how they would do that. And, um, you know, we were at a meeting one day and I just said, you know, what about puppy pads? Because we had just gotten a new puppy. And I guess I was thinking about that. And um, so it's, it's kind of become a joke that, you know, <laughs> when the band students, brass students come in, they grab a puppy pad and that sits on the floor and they release their spit valve to that and they, you know, fold it up and throw it away and, it's work. So, you know, I think just things that we never would have ever dreamed that we would be doing mm-hmm. and um, that certainly aren't conventional at all. What, what do you love most about what you do in, in this role? You know, it really is about still as an educator connecting with the students. I mean, that, that is something that for me, whatever role I'm, I'm in, whether it's been a teacher or, you know, an assistant principal, principal, um, and now in the director role, um, I'm very fortunate to have that connection with kids because of my role. I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm around them every day. 
And I really do enjoy that. Um, but I think just the performance aspect, because truly, you know, my, my dream was that how do I mesh my mu- musical talents as a performer or as an educator with administrative skills? And um, so I feel very fortunate that I get to do that every day, even if it has been through a pandemic and, you know, challenges that no one ever thought they'd face. Absolutely. So what are you looking forward to working on in the future in this role? Um, I think, you know, just like every other uh, teacher, um, school administrator, student, parent, um, anyone, we're looking forward to getting on the other side of COVID and actually having normal again, whatever that looks like. Um, But I think just being able to have a full year that things truly are normal um, because I haven't had that, mm-hmm. you know, we had first semester, but not second. And I think being able to observe how we function as a music department, K through 12, and um, what areas collaboratively can we build upon and setting visions and, you know, goals and being able to accomplish those things. Um, one of the things that we did this year during the pandemic is um, we had a, a room off of the a QHS theater lobby that wasn't being used. And I quickly asked if I could snag that and we are creating a music and fine arts hall of fame, um, similar to what, you know, you would see it outside of blue devil gym um, just to honor, you know, all of those, all of our graduated students and alumni, but we have so many that are notable, yeah. you know, since the early days of, of um, QPS music. That's a great idea. I, I can think of several myself that would be, be suitable for that. What advice would you have for your fellow QU alumni and, and, um, and maybe, maybe even uh, students who are about ready to graduate um, about and given some of your experiences in life? I would, I would encourage anyone who's coming out of college and, and wants to go into education um, to really know that it's your passion um, to get boots on the ground experience, however you, however you can. Um, my time at St. Francis and um, St. John was really invaluable because I was able to be a music teacher and not just simply observing in a classroom or, you know, student teaching. And during that time, I, I, I caught the bug. So I think it's important to know that you have the passion because that's going to give you the longevity in, in your career um, because there are so many things today in education that are vastly different than they were when I went into my first teaching position. And um, it's, it's stressful. I would say more so now than what I ever remember. And that has nothing to do with COVID. It just is how our education system, you know, demands of its teachers. So I think just knowing your passion, following your passion and, a quote that someone had a dear friend of mine had inscribed on a desk set, a pen desk set of mine that I got for graduation was follow your dreams. And, um, you know, that can be very cliche, but it's also very true. Um, and if a door closes, another one truly will open and, um, follow it, follow your dreams. Yeah. Excellent advice. Well, Todd, thanks so much for being a part of the show today. We really appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to join us. Thank you, Matt, for having me. 
And be sure to tune in next time for another episode of From the Hawks Nest, where we talk to alumni, students, faculty, staff, and friars, and learn about their QU journey. I'm Matt Bergman, and remember, it's always a great day to be a Hawk.